S kind, baby. And here I thought we were going to have to go straight to court pre-show. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm pre-showing so much right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. My name is Willie. My name is Daniel. And welcome back to the World of Tomorrow podcast. Dang, it feels good to say that. I love, <laughs> I love when we record. I love doing this podcast with you. Um, it is he just texts so me every fun. time. Every Thursday, we have a standing appointment. Yet every day, he still texts me like, you still good? You still good for tonight? Okay, first look of all, <laughs> you're the one who always is like, 6.30? 6.30? <laughs> I'm like yes, that's what the that's what the G, the the Google invite says. <laughs> that is not that's true. That's what the placeholder says. Although usually I when I I did it today. Usually I when I text, it it's can we do six thirty eight? I'm falling behind. Yeah, Daniel's like, and then I'm like, you know, if you want to pick like a different day of the week where like you're not in the office that day, and you're like, no, it's fine. It's good. We're all good. <laughs> and, then, and then like two-thirds of the time, you're like, can we I'm not like running up the hill? 30 minutes. <laughs> um sorry. I just am I you know, time management is something that I am continuously working on on myself. And that is true. Um and also so I can be. tell by the rolling of your R's that you were lying. <laughs> you're not actually sorry. <laughs> oh, oh! I thought you were going to say you don't actually work on it. I was going to say, God, no, no, you know no. me so well. <laughs> you at least are aware of it, and that's why we came up with the um, time legit. and legit time <laughs> system in high school. Where this is for the for the listeners. Um, Daniel would say, "I'm going to come pick you up in 15 minutes," and then he would come in 30 minutes or later, and that would happen all the time. And then I started. Being and and like, we Look. we live about a two minute drive from. Oh, each faster, other. 90 seconds. <laughs> I would argue, um, but then I would sort of be like, "Really? Like, is that really legit?" And he would be like, "Okay, no, actually, 30 minutes legit." <laughs> and then he would be right on that. Would I would right always get that. the legit right. Like, you set the legit. <laughs> So the secret really PD is just always think about it as always legit time. I think I just need to think about it like we're, we're recording at 6.15 and then legit 6.30. That's true. I mean I do prep myself. I do like f- try to wrap up whatever else I'm doing by, by 6.15, 6.20 because um, mm. inevitably like going to the bathroom, getting some water and other – Dilly dally things always takes me right up, and you know it takes me longer than I think. Even though I'm like, oh, it's six twenty eight, I can do this. True. Yeah. See, I like, like to be oh, I have fresh. like five or ten minutes worth of things that I w- was planning to do. I much like Summer's Eve brand. Shout out to Summer's Eve. Uh, like to be as fresh as possible always. Me too. Oh my god. So well, I- and that's why they're our number one sponsor, <laughs> Summer's Eve, keeping you fresh for the whole day. Keeping your crotch from getting the rot. Uh, yes. Summer's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like to I like to watch it just before and time it right there. So I'm like, okay, I like it. I feel like it serves two purposes. One, my short term memory ain't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm getting old. 
Hey, Number two, be bad. You <laughs> <laughs> be bad. It's just, oh, and worse. that was expelled. worse. <laughs> oh, worse. Expelled. <laughs> <laughs> but now, uh, so it's gotten worse. But now I also like to do it because uh, it pumps me up. Like I watch the episode and I'm like, oh yeah, this was a good episode. And I feel like that happens ninety percent of the yeah. episodes. Sometimes I watch like you know a shittier one, like Fear of a Bot Planet, and I'm like, eh, all right, let's get this over with. I'll be honest with you. This one did not excite me. Today, guys, we're covering Season 3, yeah. Episode 3, The Cryonic Woman. And we talked about it last week. I was looking forward to it from last week because notably um, the guest star in this one is Sarah Silverman. I guess there's also Polly Shore. Polly Shore, yeah. Minor role for him versus Sarah Silverman's part. but And I do love Sarah Silverman. She's amazing. Uh, very funny lady, and she is a Sarah Silverman character in this. You know, like very s- close to Saving Silverman, where she's kind of like the. Um, oh, I guess that's Amanda Pete, but it's sort of like the bitchy girlfriend. Um, oh, okay. And I can see her playing up those roles like pretty well. Um, but I see. I feel like I she just plays like the there's good parts to is. it. It's it's not that it's bad, but it wasn't pumping me up the way some of the other one, recent ones we've watched have. Yes, this is this is definitely a dip for season three. I kind of like saw a few of the titles when I was going through Hulu. I try and like to surprise myself. I try to surprise myself, but I saw a couple of the titles and I was like, oh shit, I forgot. I love that episode. I love that episode. And then I was like, the Cryonic Woman just like it sounds familiar, but it doesn't really hit. Like I can usually read the title and be like, oh, I remember everything about this episode and how good it was. This one, not not happening, not not happening. It's like not a great plot episode, but it does have a lot of good moments. It's sort of like if you if you imagine as a montage of good, like especially Fry moments. There's it's a very Fry centric episode. Yeah, it is good. Um, Like the post post apocalyptic (laughs) is really great. Gazoon died. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Um. I feel like that's a equally a Jim Carrey response to. <laughs> that wasn't Jim Carrey. All right, I was like, that did remind me of someone. See, my subconscious is capable of wonderful things. My conscious self, full. Can we just say now that if anyone of our friends' dads was copying Jim Carrey, it was Paul Spangler. Okay, let's not ruin he- Jim Carrey for everyone. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's let's say Jim Carrey up to two thousand four greatness. I'm saying, I'm saying, and this is no it. offense. This is no offense to Paul. He's a great guy, very smart person, but yes. he's not Jim Carrey. And if you're trying to copy Jim Carrey, which it did feel like he was doing sometimes, okay, or a duck. Or a duck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I trained you to say it. it whatever God I do, damn it, baby, or a duck. But he was definitely thirsty to like be a cool dad in front of like yes. his friends. Um, so I feel like whenever dads are too thirsty for it, it makes them less cool. Well, Although he he was very generous with his time and 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 everything. He's he was a wonderful guy. Coach. He did really wonderful things for us. He was great to to uh, have volunteered all of his time and hang out with us. Yeah. And like he watched us. We're not grow trying up to we're wonderful. not trying to pin him to the bulletin board. You know what I'm saying? But when he would try and be funny, like. That's just how dads – like, it's the same – let me put it this way. When you your dad tries to be funny to – you wouldn't want to put it to, number one, folks. Number two, when your dad tries to be funny to his own kids, it's not funny. You're like, dad, stop. But he oh, tried to dad, do that to other kids, and then I feel like he got pity laughs or, like, maybe yes. some of the weirder kids did enjoy it. And then he was like, oh, okay. 
I'm going to, I, this is reinforcing the, his behavior. And then I was like, Oh dear God, this is cringe hard. That was before you, we had like coined the term cringe, I think. So we didn't really know what, how to react to it, but cringy. I mean, obviously cringe has been in the dictionary since Shakespeare. Um, I think he did write that in, in some play. Yeah. The character thou, from Hamlet. Thou Crinchington. the ultimate cringe, I believe. <laughs> um, and, I think but it was I do, biblical, actually. PD, real and, quick, ba- um, speaking of Paul, though, I do have a deep, 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 oh. dark, 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 dark secret. Honestly, I don't know if I've already said this on the podcast, but he made me try an okra pickle in front of him. And this is, <laughs> I do like pickles now. <laughs> it sounds so sexual. <laughs> I, mean, I know, for me, I know the, it wasn't, but the situation was completely innocuous from that standpoint. But it was like that thing of like the Spanglers like love pickles, and as a person now who likes pickled things generally, yes. like a dill pickle or like a uh, like a Korean banchan, like a pickled banchan or whatever. No, that stuff's no, great. No. Still don't love okra, but this was before I had really acquired that taste for pickles. And so I'm standing in the kitchen. I can't even remember what I was doing and why I was there without Will. You know, like I'm. Will's like, go you like get went up to something. go to the bathroom or something. Yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> and then Paul's like, probably eating an okra pickle himself. And he's like, oh, these are so good, man. And I'm like, uh-huh, cool. And, he, and he's like, have you ever had one? And I'm like, no, I don't really like pickles. He's like, what well, have you ever tried an okra pickle? And I'm like, no. But of course, anytime you say that to I know an adult, they're like, going. well, it's how do you know if you haven't tried it? And I'm like, fine. So I like take a bite out of it and. Obviously, it was disgusting. If any, anyone who doesn't like pickles, I understand. Like, I've been there before, okay? I mean, it just changed for me, fortunately. But I do remember when they did not taste good. And it was disgusting. disgusting. I would like to, <laughs> Disgusting! I would like to supplement your love of pickles as well as your hatred of okra pickles. Gretch always craved – she, like, was decent on okra pickles prior to pregnancy, but – she always craved okra pickles, and I think she ate a fuck ton of okra pickles when, because I was number three, and so she was like ripping she bombs. Knew, yeah, she knew drinking how motor to oil. birth a child she, at that point. She's like, I got this down. I'm gonna fuck this kid up and do whatever I want. She was like riding motocross, tuck duck and roll. She was a stunt man for a while. You know, she was doing. Her, she was living her best life, but she ate a doing butt belly smackers t- at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> After after a couple Cuervo Cosmotinis. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way, the Gators Den, they had some really good Cosmotinis. <laughs> the, the blue dootini. Imagine if our community pool served alcohol at it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was already trashy enough. Dear God. I know. It would have been a, such a fucking shit show. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so Gretch ate uh, like a buttload of oak, pickled okra when she was pregnant for me. I think that's why I hate everything pickled. To this day, there are very few pickled things interesting. that I this enjoy, is, but I hate this all types of pickles. This is an interesting theory, Petey. I think this is one we can ask uh, our team of scientists here at World of Tomorrow to see yes. if they can deduce whether or not, um, you know, eating an exorbitant amount of something while you're pregnant would then cause that baby to be a Cause an aversion it. to it in the, in yeah, the, in, in vitro. Yeah. I, you know what? I think that's a, that's a pretty solid thesis. And I think that because I'm the one who says it, it doesn't need any scientific backup. It's just fact now. It's not even a theory. Gravity is a theory. This is we not, this it. is scientific fact. We proved it. QED science. <laughs> well, PD, why don't we jump into one of our favorite segments? And by that, I mean it's one of our only segments. Which is... Good news, everyone. 
<laughs> I, we have a couple. Have I know, couple. but it's not like we have like 10. We have like four. <laughs> True. Well, should we get some new segments? I think we're doing okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't say that in a way to be like, this is, it's not good enough. Oh, I know PD, PD always wants new segments and I'm like, I'm the one who has to, I'm the one who has to produce the like intro to it, whatever that ends up being. (laughs) (laughs) But you like doing that. (laughs) To be fair, the, uh, well, they're all phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but the, they better be after dark, you ungrateful bitch. (laughs) I'm trying to be grateful. Um, the after dark one that you chose for the zap, like out of nowhere, when he's like erotic, the echo. The I am proud of that one. Phenomenal. Thank you. I am very proud of that one. Um, so good. Shout out to um, who is it? It's going to be uh, my man um, Count Cole, the producer. He had some good sample packs that I bought, and um, is that, is that freezes I threw that? together the music based on some of the samples he had from that. Huh. Is that Frieza's dad? I said she spelled with a K. <laughs> King Cold. <laughs> Cold, Frieza's but dad? yeah, it's close. He's Frieza. Oh, Cole. This is Fri- Frieza's uncle okay. is a producer, wow. a hip hop producer. So it's pretty cool. Uh, anyway, Petey, what's your good news? Do you have any good news for us? <laughs> <laughs> I was really racking my brain to say something really mean about beating a dead horse. Again, short term memory loss toast. I won't even rehash the old toast argument. No, 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 no. Uh, Disrespectful. (laughs) I'm just saying anyone who's dead, you should legally be allowed to call toast. And that goes for like – Hey, I didn't say anything about breaking law. That that goes for like King James I like hundreds of years ago to – Okay, the older – I agree. The Nichelle Williams toast. Time heals all. And time turns tragedy into comedy. So agreed about King James – and Nichelle Williams. How was his last she name? Die? Williams. He died. Nichelle. No, Nichelle. Her last name's not Williams. Williams. The gal from Star Trek, Lieutenant O'Hara. Oh, isn't her name like Michelle something? Nichelle. It was Nichelle. Yeah, with an N, like N I C H. No, it was Michelle. No, you're thinking of Nichols. I'm thinking her last name. Nichelle Nichols. Yes. Okay. Nichols Williams, but it's Nichelle. Is With an it? N. Yeah. N N. Nichelle Nichols. I see like, I wow. Right? I love being right about Oh, you're right. Everything. Okay, okay, I got okay. you. I must have just like in my mind when I read it the last time, just breezed past it and was like, that's an M, because I'm so used to seeing Michelle. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, yeah. It's a, it's what is that, the Mandela effect, which is I'm no, gonna go on record is. and say absolutely fucking bullshit and yeah, that's not, not what it is, PD. Okay. It's that's called a common misconception no, no, no. and your the, brain just oh my un- gosh. Does, did not Am understand I have it. To pull out the gavel right now. <laughs> Are you gonna argue for the Mandela effect? Because I'm arguing against it. Okay. <laughs> okay. The Mandela effect is as far as I understand it, the Mandela right. effect is not like a literal thing. It's like a it's like a theoretical phenomenon based on a bunch of people's collective experience. So it's not like it like literally changed history. It's like everybody remembers it a certain way for some reason and we don't quite know why, but actually it wasn't that. That's how I understand it. Your honor. Okay, case closed. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually about to make it super quick and say I don't disagree. <laughs> okay, so I did fall down a YouTube hole, and maybe that's where I got that from. Anyways, 
Uh, my goodness. So, You're I thinking know. about how Nelson Mandela was able to apparate out of prison. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> he was able to pass through the walls He's of like, the prison. Goku. The Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, sounds like a generator, I guess. Uh, no, so, I mean, things have been uh, a little crazy with work and everything. And, you know, uh, uh, everything's been going kind of nuts recently. But... Silver lining, uh, John and I are most likely, probably, moving. We put a deposit down on a new Ooh, place. you put a deposit down. Congratulations. Yeah. So Where is we it? Get the, How far uh, away is it from your current place? It's actually really, really I guess don't tell, don't tell people, don't tell the listeners where exactly it is. Because My current address and social security number is 69420 Blaze It on... Uh, Boner my address way. and my social security number are the same. Can you believe it? What a wild coincidence. <laughs> Who would have known? And it also has Blaze It Way, and it. it's a really long SSN. Blaze um, It no, so Circle. Like, <laughs> Blaze It Court. That's one of my favorite street types, Court. Bla- Blaze It Court. Oh, oh, Court is a good one. Is Can you be on a cul-de-sac? Is cul-de-sac like a, a surname of a street? I don't think so because I think it's just the end of whatever that street is. So I don't like, think it has like like uh, shell bark in Muncie. I think that just oh, ends in a cul-de-sac yeah. by Colin. It's just shell bark street that is a cul-de-sac. <clears throat> I think so. I don't know. Like we can look at the archives of Ed, Ed and Eddie and see what their cul-de-sac is called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Phenomenal the show. Ancient archives. Ancient Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we're moving like three, four blocks away. It's actually okay. maybe five or six, but it's not very far. It's just further up the hill. Um, so you guys are better. literally moving on up. We're literally moving on and up. And are you yeah, moving exactly. further east? Yes, by moving like on up three. to the east side of oh relative to where you currently are, and we are on the top floor of the building to a deluxe apartment in the sky. We're literally wow. doing that. <laughs> I never put that together. Oh my god! See, thank you, thank you. Uh, I should have put that shit together. I bet my subconscious did, but That's my conscious insane. brain did not. How many times do you think that actually happens that someone satisfies at least three criteria from that? intro song uh not very often because most people move to the west coast not from the west coast idiots <laughs> doing Wait. it all wrong no that's good we live in the west coast well but i'm saying it's only good if you live west of the west coast so you can move in east the ocean to the west or hawaii <laughs> or china or something oh okay got it china. i mean technically <laughs> technically the earth's a sphere so those documents keep- are classified <laughs> I unclassified them, though. They're unclassified. They're not mine. They're yours, but they're mine. And I they're not mine, them. but they have to return them because they're mine. And they were plants. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps a fern. Perhaps. Okay. A ficus. I'll release the footage <laughs> if I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no footage. Okay. Um, yeah, There's so no proof. My... <laughs> but I have all the proof. <laughs> Everybody says no proof, but it's all Everybody mine. Everybody says... <laughs> Sorry, that's my good news, Migoy. What's yours? Um, my good news. I what is my good news? Oh, well, there's some fun stuff coming up this weekend. I'm going to like a work um, barbecue at my boss's house, which is going to be fun. I haven't met anybody in person, so this will be like a fun, oh. like in person thing. That'll be interesting. Um, what are you bringing? 
most importantly. And if it's potato I salad, I'm ending this I don't need to bring anything, but I probably will just bring some LaCroix or something. I don't know. Because when they say don't bring anything, that is a test. And I know, they're like, but it's like going to actually bring something. So if I bring my fit. frozen berries that I make my smoothies with. Ask for a 64 ounce of mixed berries. <laughs> no, you have to make it in front of everyone just for yourself and like get an extension cord that goes yeah. outside of the barbecue. Oh, did you guys want one? I always have to. Okay, PD, this is real, real talk. <laughs> Whenever I make a smoothie, I have to get a, like a little napkin. You know how like every time you order out, you get extra napkins? We just save those, right? But I've been mm-hmm. using those every time I have a smoothie because I always get smoothie in my mustache and I don't want to stain our cloth napkins with smoothie oh juice. yeah true because you know, berries are like purple stained. and stuff yeah and so I always just use the paper napkins so that I can like get this after every gulp I take I have to like clean my mustache but don't you get like the little paper bits in your mustache no it's it's technology I, it, are you, you understand are you using uh Charmin ultra soft or Charmin yes I am using I'm I'm sponsored by Charmin my smoothies are sponsored by Charmin Summer's Eve and Charmin are two biggest sponsors. But Petey, uh, I do have I do have some unfortunate news, which is oh, that I uh-oh. I the technology on this side uh, has been kind of janky lately. So if in the middle of this episode something kind of goes haywire, don't be surprised. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll I'll keep a I'll keep a a brown eye out for it. Oh God. <laughs> I'll point my asshole towards it. <laughs> <laughs> Spread them. <laughs> anyway, uh, why don't we jump right in, Petey? What? Is there a UFO? No, I just heard music. Oh, I think it might be my neighbor. Sorry. Oh, Petey was like looking like, around. Like, <laughs> like there was a bird flying around. In yeah, my like room a bat flew into the window. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, guys, so today we covered season three, episode three, The Cryonic Woman. And now this is. Like I said, it was not our necessarily our favorite episode, but there's some good moments in it for sure. Um, this is an yeah. episode where Fry um, Fry's ex girlfriend from the past ends up getting unfrozen in the future, um, and did, they kind of yeah. like rekindle their relationship. Um, and Fry sort of learns his lesson about like appreciating what he has in the year three thousand. Uh, yes. Um, we also have guest stars, Polly Shore and Sarah Silverman to lean on. I think this is also Buddy. a component. Wait, what's he even doing? It's like, mm. yeah, um, like <laughs> I think this is still, I mean, we're in season three. They go to season four before they get canceled, but they're still leaning on guest stars, which I think was probably standard for the time, right? Like yeah, the Simpsons yeah. does this. Oh yeah, I think more a lot so of animation. Now. I feel like does do that, right? Like guest star, like because you know I can just I mean still Rick and Morty, those... Solar Opposites. They both do that. a lot. Yeah, yeah, they do. But I, I can just still remember, and maybe it's just because things are streaming now, and I don't really watch cable anymore. But like the bumpers that they would have, like before animation domination, like tonight, Polly Shore on Futurama, and then they oh, have like God, a very like, small quote it. cut. Yeah, and it's like only on Fox. Fox. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, very, very over the top dramatic. Um, But no, I I thought this episode was decent. Not one of my favorites, not one of the worst, kind of a middle of the pack runner, so to speak. Yeah. Um, And some good moments, but uh, we should dive on in. 
which is I do. So I did the first thought I had when when in the first scene of this, I was like, did the animation get an upgrade? Because that first scene where Brian yeah. Bender playing with the sh- the toy ship, it looks a little bit more like bright like the colors are a little bit more dynamic and that the mm-hmm. animation's a little bit crisper or something is that just me uh, or did you notice that no too? so the the animation is definitely definitely it's um, definitely it's de- it's it's defecatively uh, the animation is definitely using um gene splicing to, and replacing certain genes i think it is crisper oh um, yes <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one I was don't even know if that was the proper proper definition, but I think it's somewhere not close. quite. But I, I that was a good one still. Okay, if you want to? It's it's a genetics thing, kid. The court orders that that was a good one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you are all on the lawn orders day. I I've love been taking a break from the Guala court, <laughs> and I my my gavel finger has been itchy. <laughs> itchy. Wait, will you really explain CRISPR like just in the three seconds? Um. So my understanding is that it's not too different from gene splicing. It might be like mechanically different, but it is something where it's like the CRISPR thing is a sort of mini like DNA or like RNA type of thing, I think, that like helps unzip the DNA so that you can insert something else in it, I think. Isn't it like like, like training a little um, thing inside the cell to open it up right they like i mean i don't know if it's training it i think it's just like that's what it does i don't oh. obviously too like pd it's a good point because the thing with dna that i've always had an issue with is that i know it doesn't actually look like a helix with a bunch of a double helix c's and g's in it mm-hmm. um but the way they always make it look is that it is like literally that just the way that uh, the model that we think of like an atom, you know, the little swirly guy, the electron swirling around a little cluster of protons. Like that's not really what it looks like, obviously. Wait, but that's the closest thing that we have to be able to like, well, because like an atom is mostly empty space. Like the, Nothing is oh, touching right. inside yeah, of yeah, atom, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then the electrons are like really far relative to the They're size like of 10 million the protons and neutrons. Protons They're like neutrons really are, far yeah. out. <clears throat> Not to mention that electrons are like probabilistic, so they're like more kind of a cloud than a thing that's rotating around it, you know? Right, 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 right. You would not want to put it in a tube. Do – whatever you do, guys, <laughs> do not put that in a tube. But anyway. Okay. I have a good I, that's answer. a bad explanation of CRISPR. So CRISPR, uh, we're observed. CRISPR stands for clustered, regularly interspaced, short palindromic repeats, which is repetitive DNA sequences called CRISPR. Race car, race car, race were, car, race car. <laughs> <laughs> were observed in bacteria with quote spacer DNA sequences in between the repeats that exactly match viral sequences. There you go. Science from a that science helps me major. Understand it not any better. It spaces. <gasps> I have buttons on this shirt. Oh no, I don't. I do. Oh, and I walked around like I was in 1970 oh, you all fucking idiot. day. You goddamn stupid. Petey just discovered that his collar, uh, the buttons. collar has buttons to, to button them down. And he oh, didn't and have I went to the SF office where there's a lot of hot guys today, and I looked like fucking John Travolta. Son oh, of a you. bitch. Idiot. Well, just lost my husband, folks. So if anyone wants to marry me, my dowry is, I don't know, two hungry man meals. <laughs> <laughs> my dowry is two hungry man meals. One is the chicken one, and the other is the Salisbury steak. I'll have the Salisbury steak and the crisper chicken. 
the to crispy bring it back chicken. around. It is genetically modified. And I'll eat it. Uh, to be palindromic. To be palindromic. I'm, I'm definitely going to whip that word out at some point when it, it's called for. Anyway, goes so we start out with, like you mentioned, with Bender and Fry playing with this toy spaceship. They're like, what about the real ship? Where we see Leela has left the keys in, for which the professor uh, subsequently admonishes her. Um, and Fry and Bender take the ship on, like, a, a joyride around Earth. But they don't realize that the ship is tethered by the... I don't know, I'm unbreakable say, diamond tether? T- unde- unbreakable diamond filament? I always want to say filament in there. I thought it was tether. Unbreakable diamond filament tether? No, I thought it was just unbreakable unbreakable diamond tether. Okay, maybe I'm maybe maybe, maybe I'm a little too verbose. What is the unbreakable diamond tether? So basically, it pulls the entirety. Yeah, of the planet it pulls the entire the entire building out of the ground. <laughs> and so <laughs> on this like mini world tour, uh, they're just dragging the planet the Planet Express building behind the Planet Express ship. And then when they finally land again, all everyone like uh, Zoidberg, the professor, Leela. Um, um, Hermes and Amy are all like really beat up because they were just like bouncing around inside the building as <laughs> it was like flailing in the wind or whatever. <laughs> so they get in trouble and uh, the professor fires them, but also the has Hermes fire. Oh, right. Cause he's like, I hate, <laughs> I hate to do this or I, I don't, don't want to do heart this. to do it. Yeah. So he tells Hermes <laughs> to do it. And so they're all walking out and they're like, he's like, Finally, Zoidberg's the popular one. I did love like, that Zoidberg becomes the popular one. And they're like, yes, yes, let's all talk to Zoidberg. Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah. And then Hermes says something like, Mon, your carapace, Mon, or something. He says something like, oh, everyone's kind of that. mumbling and you can't quite hear what anyone's saying. But Hermes says something about like nice carapace or something. Oh, interesting, because we still have we still have the idea posited from season one that Hermes and Zoidberg are enemies from the beginning. It's it's not a trope that pops up in the movies or in in the Comedy Central seasons. Well, and I think you've brought up though that they are pretty inconsistent about it. Mm-hmm. That's very true. There, but I mean that also just like lean, is just like them leaning into the joke of like, yeah. okay, well now that the, those other three are gone, now by default Zoidberg is the cool one. Yeah, which would never happen, (laughs) I feel like, after. He's not really fourth in line, I would say. Maybe Amy (laughs) is fourth in line, but... Amy, yeah. Or I feel like they would all suck up to the professor because he's apparently rich, even though he runs a failing business, but... Well, that's how he runs a failing business because he just has a bunch of money to pour into it without getting oh, true, anything back. We work, from, we work from MomCorp as like a, the most senior robotics engineer. I know, exactly. Uh, maybe even the CTO. So Fry, um, so Leela basically suggests, oh, well, we can get jobs. We just like have to put in our old career chips. But she accidentally puts in uh, hers into Fry and Fry's mm-hmm. into her. So she accidentally becomes a delivery boy, and then Fry becomes a cryogenic counselor like Leela used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bender and Fry basically start working at the cryogenic lab, um, which I love. Bender is like, ooh, ooh, like see what my profession is. And he just holds out like a human arm that's like not attached <laughs> yeah. to anything. And then the guy reading it, it says that he's a chainsaw juggler. And the yeah. cryogenic lab, like the head welcome of the lab aboard, or whatever, is like, welcome aboard. Like that's a position that they have at the lab. Keep that in mind for later. I have a feeling that the writers are pretty I made mine really hard this time. Mine are too not good really at it. Hard, so good. Yours are super hard always, and mine are like softer than pudding. 
and you just slurp it up like an old man. <laughs> you don't even need <laughs> any that, teeth. I don't know where that came from or where it's going, but I'm glad it's over. You said slurp it up like pudding. I know, but it just – that was like an old man with pudding. Like it just got more unsafe <laughs> to the mind. And then, all right, we're done. Your Honor, bang the gobble thing. This is now an ASMR stream. <laughs> and um. <laughs> we're done. Uh, so they basically start out and, and start hamming it up, which is fun. It was actually very fun to see Fry enjoy his job. You know, we always have this motif of I have a dead-end job. He kind of just becomes numb to it later, and it's mm-hmm. referenced that he's uh, he's uh, mentally aware of it, but he doesn't really care. But he's like, "This is the best job I ever had," and I was like, "Oh, that that's is really kind of nice." Like, he, really and because he that. and Bender were just having a lot of fun, Bender was like trying to scare everybody, and I love <laughs> that Fry is like being. There's a lot of good Fry moments in this episode, and I, I love one where he's talking to a guy, he's kind of like reassuring him, and he's about to be operated on by the probulator. Um, and he's like, you know what? Like the future is really not that bad. He's just like, you got to get used to it. Um, and he's like, um, oh, like when does the probulator start? And he's like, oh, he, I think, was it Fry thinks it's already done? And then it's like just getting started. And then it's like, oh, yeah. He, the guy's like screaming in pain. He's like, okay, it's about to start. And then, <laughs> yeah. But it's like already going. <laughs> it's already, yeah, exactly. He has no idea. So he's just as inept at this job as he is at all of his other jobs. Yeah. But, at least he gets it done. I think this is more of a pass-fail grade than anything else, which is good. Yes. So he can what, pass. And I was going to say, Petey, you and I have been, according to the first guy who Fry talks to at the lab, like we've been practicing to work there because we keep on doing our welcome to the world, to world tomorrow, tomorrow, which is we, uh, basically how the cryolab people say it. So yeah, we I are mean, essentially deserve jobs there. We could easily do that. And uh, Monday Munkin lived – Damn it. Monday Monkey lives for the weekend. <laughs> that, was, that was my very, like, one of my favorite Monday Munkins. Because Monday Munkin, Monday Monkey lives for the weekend because there was a time when I, like, just start, graduated from college and started, like, working, working, like, going to work every day, five days a week. And I was like, oh. And I used to say that to my coworkers that were like, because we were all 22. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Monday monkey lives for the weekend. <laughs> Monday monkey, like it sounds like a very like, weird that's adage. A thing your that everybody says. says. Yeah, I was like, it's from a really cool show that really cool people are going to do a podcast about in eight years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, so we we get Fry um, meeting Polly Shore as well. This is kind of the guest one. They make references to Pauly Shore's movies, Biodome and Encino Man. He comes to the future to be unfrozen in, in Hollywood. A hundred year, no, the thousand year re- anniversary of um, Jury Duty 2. Jury Duty 2. I never saw, I don't even think there is a Jury Duty 2. I'm I don't guessing. think there is. I, think and I've never, yeah. I never saw Jury Duty. I, kind of I think the idea would now. be that Jury Duty 2 came out after the year 2000. Yes. And Jury Duty was such a bad movie that they made it funny that it would even have a sequel. Um, I do love that Bender uh, – we, we're led to believe that Bender fucks the probulator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that probulator knows up. how to please a man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I feel like it's got so many different things. It would be able to go straight to your prostate and just like hit it and you just like Gandalf yourself. Gandalf yourself? What is I'm that? coming! <laughs> <laughs> 
on the third day, the light of the third day. You set me up, my friend, my friend. That's what a good orgasm is like. It's like when Gandalf arrives on the morning light of the third day. And Aragorn looks up like haggard and beleaguered, but still like that modicum of hope is in his soul. And he sees the sun and he like whispers to himself as the battle is occurring, Gandalf. That's what coming is. That's that what is, an orgasm is. That is what human orgasm feels like. Like all the, you know, when you see cartoons or movies where like eyes dilate and blood pressure, like blood vessels oh, yeah. go through like, with it. No, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it. Aragorn. Gandalf. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, PD. Someone has, technical difficulty? Uh, someone has hacked into my database mainframe and they're oh, playing no. the guided meditation music um, oh. and I can't seem to undo it here let me be right back and I'm going to see if I can figure out what's going on okay stand by Daniel Daniel can you hear me uh yes I, I can hear I mean, you Daniel I can hear you who is this I go by many names but currently I go by one name Lancy <laughs> Daniel, we don't have much time. By the way, it's spelled capital L, lowercase a, n, s, e, y. Daniel, we don't have much time. You know me from a past life, but I did go on to become a future assassin. <laughs> I've come back in time through the internet to warn you of events that will occur. What what events are going to occur, Lancey? The the president will be assassinated and you, only you, can save him. If you fail to save the president, we will be taken over. The world will be taken over by robot overlords. Okay. It's sort of like Terminator, but... (laughs) Yes, I was just going to say, it's Terminator, I guess. How How do I stop the robots? First of all, I'm going to need you to reach to your left. Okay. Okay, and on your left, there should be a box. Do you have the box? Yes. Okay, good. Now, lift the lid of the box. Oh, wait, no. Don't lift the lid. Okay. Oh, I, well, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I okay, was just practicing. It was emotional. What I, I meant practicing. to say was shake the box just a little bit. Okay. Perfect. Now open the box. Inside that box... <laughs> There's a bag, a leather bag. That bag has a monogram on it. The letters on the monogram are B. Fucking <laughs> And no, no, Daniel, I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter. I'm talking about me. This was my bag. What's in the bag? Inside the bank, there's an assortment of one dozen marbles. Oh my 
Do you see the marbles, Daniel? Yes, I see the marbles. All right, good. I'm going to need you to pick out one particular marble. Each marble contains a future technology unknown to the likes of you and your time period. Can I look at the marbles, or do I just randomly grab? Yes, you grab? have to, because I'm going to tell you a specific <laughs> marble to get, okay? okay? Just hold your horses. But we don't have much time. <laughs> we don't have much time to hold my horses. Which one? Hey, you need to settle down. But look, we don't have much time. Okay. Oh, my God. My fucking chest! <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm going to need you to grab okay. the red cat's eye marble. <laughs> okay, red. red means that it will imbue you with increased life stasis. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I honestly, I don't know. I didn't even know what that was in the future. But the cat's eye means... That you will be able to, it's a weaponized model. <laughs> and this is how you will protect the president. So do I give him the marble? Who do, I, what, do I eat the marble? What? Why would you eat the marble? That's incredibly dangerous. How is it going That's to... That's not good for your digestive tract. How is the red cat's eye going to You're lucky they're me. small and they wouldn't be terrible coming out the other way. With... Oh, honey, believe me, that's not the biggest thing that's been in there. Um, well, how would I, how is it going to imbue me with more life stasis to save the president's life? Do I just hold There's it in no my pocket? There's no time for questions. No time for instructions. Now, is everything clear? Do you have any questions? <laughs> So many questions. All I have okay, are questions. Okay, you can ask one, and then this transmission will end. I'm okay. running out of time. Okay, okay I've told okay. you a dozen times. <laughs> I'm starting to think I picked the wrong hero to save the world. No, I, I can do it. Um, when, what's, what time and date do I use the red cat's eye marble to save Joe Biden's life? At the next full moon. Look up into the sky and confirm that it is indeed a full moon. <laughs> then wait three more weeks. <laughs> why? Why, would I, why wouldn't you just give me a time and date? Don't worry, Daniel. You have plenty of time. Oh, my God. Okay. In okay. the time between now and then, you will have to train day in and day out <laughs> to get your body and your mind fit to be able to save the president of the United States. Do, do I train with the marble? Without the marble? What? That doesn't do make I... any sense. A marble? A marble can't train you, Daniel. What are you saying? Do you want me to get physically fit? Do you want me to get mentally fit? Do you want me to be in Washington, D.C.? Can I do it from my chair? Do I have to be with him? How's he going to get murdered? Is he going to get shot? Is he going to get poisoned? Is, he, is his plane going to crash? Do I have to save him from a plane crash and keep him from getting on a plane? Well, there's so you, many uh, you options. You will have to venture to Washington Del Capitol, the capital <laughs> of the United States. Why are you t 
telling me they renamed Washington District of Columbia to Washington Dell Capital oh, you're in right. the next Why three weeks? It used to be called that. That's weird. It sounds so much better as Washington Dell Capital. <laughs> you're not from the very distant future, so how did you forget that? Well, time passes differently here with our robot overlords. Okay. All right. Fair. I have to look out for a robot. I do know that. That's good. Yes. Finally, you understand at least one thing about your mission. <laughs> wow. Fuck you, Lancey. You're such a dick. Why couldn't you come back and be nice? I was trying to be nice at the beginning, but honestly, <laughs> I'm running out of patience. <laughs> You're running out of time. I don't have much time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lazy Wool. Is there any way you can get the fuck off my podcast? Because well, I'm gonna lose my shit, and I'm probably gonna stop. Yeah, breathing I know there's no I more time for questions. I have to go now. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. My okay. God. Sorry, I'm back. Um, I did oh, fix wow. the problem, missed- so we are I'm good. I'm so yeah. glad. Uh, wow, you missed Lancy. Wait, Lancy, Lancy? the. the- the, uh, you know what? Some things are better left unsaid. Quote okay. Papa Coombs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Triggered by that. <laughs> and he would be. Wow. Well, you know what? It's recorded. You'll have to listen to it on the recording. Okay. But I'll hear it in the edit. I'm so glad he came. I have no idea why I have this marble. And I guess I also have a bag of. 11 other marbles with futuristic technology that I don't know what they do nor how to use. That sounds like a, I just, that sounds like a big burden to bear. <laughs> Could I monetize this? First thought. Uh, maybe, you know what? maybe in the future you'll figure out what the other 11 marbles mean. Maybe it'll be for the betterment of society. I hope he comes back and lets me know what the uh, second marble does and perhaps – the other 11 or maybe it was a baker's dozen and he got it wrong and we just he swing the right 13 in there (laughs) (laughs) who knows oh my abs anyway sorry guys now that the technical difficulties um have uh i need to wipe my glasses (laughs) now the technical difficulties have been solved we can jump back into the episode (laughs) Um, so after Fry is reunited with his ex girlfriend, basically we we we, real, we find out that like she cheated on him and then broke up with him right before he got frozen. So they yes. were like broken she's up. She's kind of a manipulative like. Yeah. She she like she's completely uses her emotions to burden Fry and then takes advantage of him when he feels burdened and then treats him like garbage. Unfortunately. Yeah. So I love when she's explaining like what happened after he got frozen. Um, she does this whole like montage and. Of like her telling the story, but like the whole time something bad keeps happening, and so Fry keeps having to be like, "Sorry, like sorry about oh, yeah. that." Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> and then at, sorry. at one point, like it kind of cuts back to him, he and he's like kind of zoned out or something. He's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that. Was, I, thought that was I love funny. this sort of like montage of like every time something bad happened in her life, he has to say sorry about it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, uh, but that's so true, right? I feel like maybe this is just a Midwestern thing. But like when you're – when someone's telling you a story about something like someone in their family died or something bad happened, you're like, oh, that's awful. And then like you find different ways. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, oh, you, have, oh, you can't so just sorry. keep saying the same thing. Oh, that's so bad. 
Oh, I, I can't do love imagine. Though, that I won't believe it. Like, there's the game of like it. someone's telling you a story that the point of it is not necessarily supposed to be sad. It's just something else. But in order for you to get all the context, they have to tell you a sad thing. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, like I actually like went to this like family cabin um, that was my dad's, but he passed away two years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And then, and then you have to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like the greatest it's like note. They're not fishing for that really. <laughs> right. But at the same time, yeah. you don't want to be caught like letting that hang out there without being like, I need yeah, to you feel like a dick thing, like, sad mm-hmm, thing that happened. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. Literally, that exact scenario happened to me last Friday. Talking to a coworker, like, "Oh yeah, my dad. Well, he passed away." And then, like, she was like telling another story. I like it. I love it because I'm on the same page. Um, and I was like, "Oh, that's." She's also Midwestern. I was, she's like, "Oh, that's so awful." She's like, "Thanks for saying that." Anyways, I was like, oh, "We're on the same page that we did. yes like, exactly." The box. I was like, "Perfect. Yes. Keep the story moving." You got um, it, girl. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but yes, I also love in this flashback that he goes to such a pre- prestigious law school that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the basketball coach. Yes. <laughs> and she's like me. blowing a whistle and <laughs> sort of like <laughs> – but she's in her like judge gown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or judge robe or whatever. There's got to be a name for that. Wait, what's the name for mortarboard is the hat that you wear at graduation? What's yeah. the name for a judge's robe? The gavel I feel, later. No, no. I feel like it's. Oh, it's sorry. Such a, like, that's the the gun that shoots gavels. That's that's yes. Otherwise known, uh, it's a gavel rail gun. <laughs> otherwise known vernacularly as the gavel gun. Um, a glizzy. A, the gavel glizzy. Oh, <laughs> yes, I want one. Gavel glizzy. Um. <laughs> So, oh, sorry. It reminded me of when she's also a, a part of the Supreme Court in the year 3000, and she's like, you, Ruth, better believe it. Oh, yeah. I do <laughs> love how they make her sort of like a sassy uh, – Head like, in a jar. Yeah, I guess head in a jar. But it's sort of like not really – It's not really – Ooh. Creamy. Ew. Your LaCroix is Creamy. Uh, this is a LaCroix Colada. It's this is coconut LaCroix Lactose. LaCroix. Uh, lactose LaCroix. <laughs> it's actually a Tangeron, if you will. Yes. I got, I, I have a fridge full of Tangerons right the now. The crispiest of Sprite waters. My girlfriend and I, whenever we drink of Sprite water, we always make fun of each other because, like, there's usually a time when you'll, like, open it and then you just, like, chug, like, three or four big gulps out of it, you know, because mm-hmm. you're really thirsty right before you drink it. And so we always make fun of each other from, like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> like literally sounding like goofy with this. Yeah, little exactly. Little <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking goofy. Um, so yeah, so we get this flashback. A corn dog bone gets lodged in this Bizzler. Wait, Sarah Silverman. let's not. Let's not. I did write that down because I thought you would appreciate it. A <laughs> corn dog bone. Not the stick, not the stick, a bone, the bone. That's in the corn dog. I did love that. A, gl- a bone in the glizzy within the dog. Although, is the bone from the corn or the dog portion? The world may never know. Oh, I thought a corn dog was a species of dog. Uh, it's a species of corn. They just flipped it. Oh, it's it a looks corn, like a wiener dog. It's like corn, but with uh, ears. <laughs> oh, wait, corn does have ears. <laughs> I did not even – that was genuinely an accident. I didn't even think about it. I was trying to think of something more clever than that, but okay. <laughs> there's literally nothing more clever than what I just said. Uh, <laughs> there's a kernel of truth to that. Okay. 
Okay. Can I? If you have I'll, anything else to say, I'd be happy <laughs> to lend you my ear. Okay, I already said ear. Uh, the silk will, of the corn is the. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just uh, pop over to another topic real quick. Oh, 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 oh wow! Uh, my I, favorite salad is cob. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that joke is so good. I'm going to come by your house and stalk you. Oh, God damn it. Uh, good night, Regin, is imbued in soil and once corn is planted. <laughs> That's why it crops are rotated <laughs> with corn. Oh, All nitrogen. Right. Nitrogen. I didn't yeah. hear what you said after night, and I was like, what? <laughs> it was... Really poorly executed. I'm gonna have to have some corn puns on and deck. PD, please don't write down the name Knight Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, my liege. Tis Knight Rogan here. Wait, is nitrogen oh. a noble gas? No, because that would be a fun so. character. Helium, argon, xenon. S s s s p p p p. Um. <laughs> you know what that's from, right? The Steve Rule <laughs> no. spelling bee. Steve Rule spelling bee. They're like, and then at the end word. of it, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, your word is ham, and he's like, letter of H, letter of A, and he gets nervous. He's like, and a bunch of other junk. S s s s p p p p. I love the phrase letter of H because he's like trying to buy his time. Yeah, he's trying to buy time. Age. Shout out to Steve Rule and John C. Riley. Phenomenal series. Everyone should go watch every single clip on YouTube and the se- the series from Comedy Central or not Comedy Central, um, Cartoon Adult Network, Swim. Adult Swim. So we see uh, Fry kind of take um, his gal pal around uh, the future. Like, no, we still have a roach problem. Paintings are on uh, fat guys' stomachs now. Yeah, everything is just to bizarre to, to her. Yeah, she begins to speak to Amy, and um, Amy lets her know she's from Mars. Zoidberg is like, the entire time, going nuts. So she decides that she wants to get frozen again. As long as she's with Fry, maybe in the future things will be a yeah, little bit more like normal, which Fry, is like, terrible. Let's start a new life kind of thing. If it's bad in 3,000, it would be even worse in 4,000. Listen, sister, if you don't love yourself, how is anyone else going to love you? I kind of love you. <laughs> Thank you, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Um, I wish I could do a Steve Harvey impression. I feel like I always just imagine having bigger teeth than a mustache. Yeah, I was say, just have bigger Which is basically teeth. like when Keenan does it on SNL, it's just they just give him the big teeth and a mustache, and then he doesn't necessarily sound like Steve Harvey, but it's still Keenan. good. It's still a good yeah, impression. It's perfect. The big teeth. He has great veneers. Anyway. My girlfriend and I were talking, speaking of Keenan, we were talking about how we love his whoopee because we were watching Sister Act and Sister Act 2 a couple weekends ago. Oh, yeah. And the whoopee look where she just kind of like looks over her glasses and like gives you a glare. <laughs> yeah, the, the Keenan like, uh, impression of that is so good. <laughs> yeah, I do love his whoopee. And love Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, oh, um, so the lotion on the skin. On the skin. Or else it gets the hose again. Or else it gets the monk again. The milk again? They said the monk. <laughs> like that's like <laughs> combining the characters. 
<laughs> Buffalo Bill Stottlemyre. Yes, Buffalo Bill is the same actor who plays Leland Stottlemyre in Monk, um, Monk the show. So if you are fans of those and never knew that, you're well, Corn. Um, so they freeze themselves. They wake up in kind of a uh, hellish landscape, yeah, wasteland. Post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic, exactly. Um, Fry can't really fend for himself. He doesn't know what to do. His girlfriend's being a real heel, if you ask me. Um, and they end up sleeping in a hole, come up to- some toddlers, not toddlers, what would you call those? Children. Preteens. Some preteens, yes, exactly. So the pretext for the preteens, thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, come up <laughs> and start. Very much. <laughs> Did you just Austin Powers Elvis? Or sorry, no, it was Austin just Elvis. Oh, okay. Why does he think it was Austin Powers? Because <laughs> that's what Austin Powers says. Every time he says something like that could be double entendre or cheeky, he's like, ah, oh, oh, thank yes. you. Oh, I'm just going <laughs> to do Elvis. <laughs> so you well, you did Elvis Powers, and I loved it. It's not really my bag, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That totally is my bag, baby. How to use your Swedish penis and larger enhancement by Austin Powers. One credit card receipt for one insurance policy on Swedish (laughs) I love that scene so much. I know, so good. Um, so we so anyway, up, uh, Fry, Fry tries uh, to take can, over society by knocking over the head toddler, or whatever the it's fuck. Sort of his like name a is. kingdom of flies or whatever the thing. Uh, it's like the oh, children oh. are the running the empire kind of thing. Uh, Lord, of Island, Lord of Island, Lord of Lord flies. of flies. Yes, exactly. And um, but then we find out that actually the kids are just like regular kids and their mom comes to pick them up and they're like, you're going to be late for Hebrew school. For Hebrew school. <laughs> Which I didn't notice. I think that the girl's doing the counting for the race in Hebrew. Yes, I thought the same thing. I never thing. noticed I that down. before. I, like, I think she is speaking Hebrew. I was like, I thought it was just like, you know, some Well, we're meant to think it's some sort of barbarian they, yeah. future language because they're all dressed yeah. like barbarians. Yes, Nothing exactly. against Hebrew. I, that was not my, my comment. Right, it was about right, how they're dressed. Right. That was, there was no correlation me- meant to be drawn there. I was going to make that clear. Um, no, they're I, wearing it's, fur it's a, pelts and stuff. So that's Yes, it's a very saying. Mad Maxian yes, very, apocalyptic yes, idea. Exactly. So that's where that came from. Yeah. So Jeez, why is Max so mad? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you, Zoidberg. Um, so actually the Land Express crew really ends like up coming by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to give a whole lot of credence to it. Uh, the Land Express crew, they, they start wondering after the kids get picked up, they realize that they're uh, outside of that famous Chinese architecture theater. Man's Chinese theater in LA. Yes, in yes, exactly. Uh, and then the Planet Express crew comes by and basically just explains everything away. Like, oh, well, that was Polly Shore's tube you guys got in when you let him out from earlier, which I thought was a clever wrap back. That or, was a good uh, wrap up because I absolutely did not even mm-hmm. remember that at all. I was thinking. I remember this being like they didn't really go into the future, but like I don't, I didn't remember the explanation, and it's a good one because you don't, it's not obvious, but it is yeah. satisfactory. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was very satisfying. Um, I thought at least, <clears throat> and so then they like you know Fry goes on the spiel of, but it's so smoggy, and everyone puts cilantro on everything. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like, like that's L.A. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Bender gets fed up with the social commentary. We wrap up by um, uh, leaving the, uh, Fry leaving with the Planet Express crew, headed back to New York, and 
right? It's like, can I have my old job back? And the professor's like, I don't even remember why I fired you. And Bender's like, because yeah. he destroyed all your house and your stuff and your ship. And he's like, oh, yeah, no refunds. And then pulls And then the he, like, lever. opens a platform and Fry falls yeah. out of the ship. Very much the wrong lever cronk kind of lever. Wrong lever lever cronk. <laughs> so. Rest, rest in power, <clears throat> Eartha. Eartha Kit. Toast. Is that acceptable? She died years ago. I thought it was pretty recent, actually. Richard Elliott news that toast. Yes, because that was two thousand three. That was almost twenty years ago. Oh my god, it was almost twenty years ago. Jeez. Oh, you're right. You're right. She died in two thousand eight, so we can say toast. <laughs> I'm so glad we're getting closer to an ten, acceptable tw- fourteen cutoff. years. I mean, okay, I'm going to say ten years is an acceptable cutoff. That's being conservative. I'm going to look at people who died 10 years ago, and you're going to be like, oh, they're toast. They're toast. They're toast. They're toast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving the Zoidberg aside. First of all, my earlier Zoidberg aside was very good. (laughs) Okay. Andy Griffith. Toast. Toast. That dude lived in Phyllis Diller. I'm saying. Toast. Michael Clark Duncan. Toast. Not toast. Whitney know. Houston. Toast, unfortunately. Toast. See, Whitney Houston, though, is like cinnamon toast. Oh, because you know, she a little was bit so, something she extra, such a sweet, voice. sweet, and a little spicy, too. Oh, not, yes. Not, I'm, guys, just so you know, I'm like, not saying cinnamon is spicy. I'm just saying it, it is a It spice. can be spicy. It Have you ever put a, a lot spice. of spice, cinnamon on something or too much cinnamon in your chili or something? It ain't good. Spice. It could imperil a recipe. It's not like um, it's not like capsaicin spicy though. Yes, yes, yes. Well put. But she was she was definitely a little capsaicin spicy too. She was a cinnamon piece of toast with a little bit of a cayenne kick, with some crystal, some crystal, some cayenne, and just a little sprinkle of crack on top, and that was her. Yeah, just a little (laughs) bit of crack. (laughs) Okay, celebrity death aside, done. Um, How meh. Knee of the unit that I've already thought of, which is corn dog bones. Would you give this Good, one? Good, I do like that one. I'm gonna give this one. What did we give the last one? Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a three out of five. Three corn dog bones out of five. El mismo, senor. Because, a, like we said, it's got good moments. The plot isn't necessarily the most engaging thing. I feel like because they're kind of moving around a lot and doing a lot of different things, it does feel kind of like a bunch of assorted moments. It doesn't have right. as much cohesion as some other episodes do. Um, but there's some great fry moments generally. Like when – who is it that says like, have you no su- – like dating your ex, have you no self-respect? Oh, and he's like, he's like, have what? I know. I, I realized that. I started saying <laughs> okay. It. I, thought, I thought you just like subconsciously did the accent and you're like, oh, it's Hermes. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I realized because I remembered it with the voice. So when I just thought a little harder about it, I was like, oh, it's Hermes. It <laughs> Uh, no, I totally agree. I think as far as backstory episodes go, I usually love backstory episodes. Um, there are some in Futurama that are tearjerkers like Leela, some that are Fry that are tearjerkers. Tearjerkers. I hardly know her. <laughs> Yes, bitch. I've been oh. waiting for like the entire episode <laughs> to whip that out for a no a word that ends in er. Oh, ER. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, 
well. So you said a three out of five as well. Three out of five as well. Yes. Good fry moments. Good jokes. I don't really give a flying shit about this character being added in there or Polly Shore because they're never going to recur again. They're not really giving a whole lot of volume to Fry's backstory that I care about. Yes, it's okay that he had a girlfriend and, and that's set, kind of setting the tone for who Fry was in the 20th right. century. Right. That's 20th an important century, element. Which is important, but that could have been done in a gag that was 20 seconds in another episode. It was not uh, – like we talked about when we talked about what we opined on what season the new season should be, and I want backstories for all these other ancillary characters. This is mm-hmm. why you were correct. This is the ancillary character I did not need a backstory for that I got. Oh, I got. I, I see. I see. Yes. I see. I got you. Well, then obviously, Polly Shore's just in there to be like a 20th century reference, just because he's yes. like an 80s guy and like Fry they should have done Weird like Al. Guy. Weird Al. Was they in did the do tube Weird right Al. Next to him. Well, he was right in the tube. Oh yeah, that's like, what he's ah. in the tube. Yeah. I feel like he is does a voice on The Simpsons a few times, right? I think he does, yeah. I think he does. Weird Al is me. great. He seems like a great guy. He really does. He seems like a genuinely interesting I mean, and he has been doing his thing for so long now. Like since like, like Since like the early mid eighties. I feel like running yeah. uh I feel like the one the his one of his first albums came out in like eighty four or something. Probably, yeah. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah, because he did like Like a Surgeon and Eat It, and those are 80s songs. Yeah. Uh, Weird Al has been on – he's been on one, two, three, four episodes of The Simpsons, and he's okay. in The Simpsons video games. Okay. Nice. Um, shall we jump into trivia, my friend? Yes, my lord. Would you Would like, you like to, ask to ask first, first? spanked first? Um, let me, let me, I'll ask first this time. All right. I'd be happy to crush these. Okay. With my butt. With my brown With eye. my huge butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I only have like, uh, I only have one where I, I have two, but one of them's technically a sign. So okay. that might be a Fair. bonus. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it on a boners. Okay. So the first one is. What, uh, what, what are they called? Landmarks did they pass when they were flying this Planet Express ship? They Damn! The St. Louis Arch, San Francisco, the Great Wall of China, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and New York City in the end. Okay. Okay, technically you did not say two of the landmarks, though. I'm looking for... The St. Louis Arch, the San Francisco uh, uh, bridge that is called the Golden Gate. Called. Yes, there you go. Uh, the Great Wall of China. That one you already yeah. did. Yes, that was the Leaning not. Tower of Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Statue of Lizardy. Okay, I'll allow it. And the St. Louis Arch. If I, that yeah, I've said you said times, that one. And the Great Wall of China. China. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is what number? What ranked delivery boy is Fry according to the mug oh, on the counter? Christ. Four forty three thousandth, I think forty three thousand seven hundred twenty fourth. Uh, you're kind of close. It's Am I within four, a factor of ten? No, but you are. You did get the right first numbers four three zero. Oh, that's pretty fucking impressive. He's he's. That's why I was saying it could be a bonus. I would give myself quite a few points considering I did not even pause okay, that. I just I remember that. I said it could be a bonus, and then you were like, I no, want- I'll take it as a question. I'll take it as a question. No, I just said I'll have it as a boners, and I rem- explicitly remember saying I just said boners, and he didn't laugh. 
<laughs> yeah, that was very quiet. There you go. Thank you, Your oh, Honor. It's on, it's on loop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop hitting the gavel. <laughs> He's got the glizzy gun. Run. <laughs> okay, I will give you um, because you got three out of seven digits correct. I will give you. Three That's, sevens. Whoa, of a, of whoa. A bonus point. I would also like the odds of me getting three out of seven digits. One out of seven times one out of seven times one out of seven. That is astronomically hard. Okay, so you want that as your value? One seventh times one seventh times no, one seventh. That's I even want, smaller. I want the supplement to that. I want you to subtract that from one, and that's how much how many points I should get. Okay, I'm gonna give you three sevenths bonus points. Oh my god, this is such horse hockey. What? You have extra credit. I don't know what you're so mad about. If I lose this season by three sevenths of a point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he was 4,307,697 delivery boy. And Leela is the number one ship captain. In the universe. In the universe. Well, this universe. We know that there are multiple because Evo. Evo. Wally. Your your turn, Pete. Season three, episode three, The Cryonic Woman is a reference to what 70s film? No. The Bionic Man. Wrong. The Million Dollar Man. Wrong. The Bionic Man. (laughs) (laughs) Give up. Yeah, it's not The Million Dollar Man. The Bionic Woman. Oh, I didn't even know that was a movie. Apparently it was. Had to Google it because I was like, the Cryonic Woman. I thought it was the Bionic Man. The Bionic Man, I guess, is a TV show, maybe a spinoff of it? Oh. The Bionic Woman. Okay. Not a movie. It was a TV show. Got it. Uh, the Cryonic Woman was a movie. I know. Sorry, the I'm Bionic Woman. What was I was thinking of was a TV show, not a movie. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. The um, <clears throat> What? episode from season one do we see a reference to when fry is showing his girlfriend around town and i even made that one super easy that was a softball that was a softball okay when he's showing around town we we can't we can't um this is a two-parter i know there's like the roach part i remember the roach part um the first Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Can you give me a hint? Uh, it's after the roach part. Uh, it's about remember. it's about fine culture. <clears throat> I honestly don't remember. So when they when they go to the Met, all of the paintings are on fat guys' stomachs. And Sal, who's one? like, Sal, who's like, I'm on loan from the Louvre. Actually, he doesn't even mispronounce it, which kind of made me sad. I couldn't remember him mispronouncing it, but he doesn't. On Sal's belly, the piece of art is the same piece of art that Fry purchases in a fish full of dollars, season one, episode eight, when he buys it for millions of dollars at the auction. Oh, I thought you said the first apartment. episode. I said first you season, said first and I'm season. sorry you no, I did. I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna listen to that back on the when I edit. I thought you said first. I would episode. like you to, but I know I'm right. Next. But question. that's a good. That's a good trivia, though. Thank you. I was just thinking was completely fair. in the wrong. Uh, I was like, what happens in the first episode that is like? Oh yeah. 
besides all the, the cryo tubes. Oh yeah, I guess. And welcome to the world of tomorrow. That would have been a really bad question, right? But that's um, not none of those things happen when she, he's showing her around town. Oh yeah, that's true. Good call. Um, last question: Bender is a, a chainsaw juggler with the arm that he gives to the gentleman who runs the cryo lab. This was changed. What was the original title that Bender had from the arm that he gave the gentleman who runs the cryo lab? Original and, wh- and why did they change it? Like from the from the first episode? No, so this this episode was made, aired and then put on Netflix and everything when it ha- when it <clears throat> And it had an originally he had a different title. No fair. There was a there was a current event that happened, and then they had to change it, and they changed it on everything. Um, nine eleven. We've actually talked about this. (laughs) 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 You're you're not allowed to call people toast, but nine eleven juggler that happened more than ten years ago. That is For the listener, Avi- Daniel uh, called Avicii Toast, and that was too recent for me to allow him to call him Toast. Avicii is Toast. He is Toast. That's it. He toast. is sadly deceased, and in my grandpa, many, seven died. years, eight years, he'll become Toast. Grandpa Reed died three years ago. God rest his zombie bones. But that man is legally Toast. No, <laughs> not for another that. seven years. I'm sorry. <laughs> We will we will revisit this. We're already way over time, but we will revisit this, sir. Okay. So, if you give up, we have a toast episode of After Dark. <laughs> yeah, so down. we'll just go through celebrity deaths from the last twenty years and be like, toast or not toast, and then no pine. Um. Uh. So do you know? Do you want to give up? You don't not, not know the story. We've talked uh, about this I, before. Can you give me any more hints, or is that just going to give it away? If if you don't remember the story, it's like kind remember. of hard to like. I mean, if you remember, um, if I, I feel like if we've talked about it, then I have a better chance of remembering it. But it was an event that happened. Yes, it was. It was. It, it occurred in uh, Europe in the last the twenty bubonic years. Bubonic plague. In the last twenty years. <laughs> the bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say that. I think it's like the boob on you plague or something. Unless, of course, war were declared. <laughs> What's that? War word. <laughs> exactly what I was channeling. War so good. Declared. I love it. <laughs> War word declared. Um, no, so originally, and I'm going to give up for you. Uh, yes, originally, no, I, I concede. I concede. It said Prime Minister of Norway. However, in 2011, there were those terror, there was a terrorist attack, and that guy killed like 69 people. He let off a bomb on some island that, that got attention away from uh, the prime minister, and then he went around and shot a bunch of people, some of which were children. Like 69 Whoa. people died because no, like, no one was figuring out what was going on until too late. And he had a manifesto about murdering the prime minister. So he also was never sentenced to death or anything. He's still in jail. Uh, and not like maximum security, like normal jail. I like fell into a rabbit hole and, uh, he, so, so subsequently they changed that from prime minister of Norway's arm to be chainsaw juggler. Which that I would sort could, of insinuate that Bender was this guy. I think it was just a bad look, right? They were just yeah, like, just oh. a bad coincidence. 
Yeah, so they changed gotcha. it afterwards, which was nice of them. I thought, that but Chainsaw Juggler is funny like, because it's like a guy's arm is off, right? Because Chainsaw clearly, Juggler, so he dropped the and, chainsaw, and Bender arm. stole the arm that like, took advantage of the op- opportunity. I thought they could have done like Prime Minister of like a like a random like Prime Minister of Macedonia. Yeah, they like, could have just made a different country. Yeah, or even exactly, a yeah. made up country. Yeah, P- Prime Minister like a country Elvi- from a movie or something, you know, that's like no, not they, a real they could have done um, Rabonia, Prime yeah. Minister of Rabonia, because exactly. Bender makes it up, right? Like that right. would have been really smart. I wonder if, if like, now Hulu didn't do that because they did it for everything, but yes. Hail, anyway, so that was my, that was my interesting trip. A, a place I didn't I make didn't up. Make up. <laughs> we will definitely be getting to that one for sure. Well, I did terribly on this week's trivia. Zero out of three. They were hard. The Cryonic Woman, Chainsaw they were Juggler, hard. Those Japanese some, Woman. <clears throat> you, those were some good trivia questions, and now you can no longer complain if I give you hard ones. Uh, true. V true. Oh, my brother's calling me. Well, guys, we Go will away, wrap dummy. it up there. Um, that was season three, episode three, the cryonic woman next week. We're going to cover season three, episode four paradise lost. Ooh. Oh yes. This is a good one. Actually. I don't remember this one off the top of my head, but, um, it is Futurama. So I'm sure I'm going to love it. Oh, this is actually one of my favorites. I'm going to give this one. It's, uh, and it's not paradise lost. It's parasites lost. Oh, yes. Thank you. And it's called, uh, a Cyclops built for two. <laughs> I buy Cyclops. <laughs> uh, yes, this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, actually. This is up there with Deep Sea, or Deep South, rather. So I'm going to highly, highly rate it. But um, thank you so much for listening. We love you, listeners. It is always so wonderful to be with you. Hopefully you enjoyed hearing our voices. And sorry for the technical difficulty, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. We're, yeah, I'll get that stuff ironed out, guys. Um, thank you again for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at WTTWOT. Uh, and please do support us on Patreon if you can. Patreon.com slash World of Tomorrow Pod. That is where we have all of our After Dark episodes. So all that bonus content goes up there. And you will also get access to episodes a week early and ad-free and there's definitely some opportunities over there to uh, get your sh- name shouted out on the podcast. Shout out to our Yeet. boy Sam, our number Sam, one we love you. Patreon supporter. We love you. Um, he, at this point, has completely 100% funded this podcast. Um, <laughs> and we're still to, in he, the red. He now, yeah, and he now gets to tell us what to do. Um, I yes. had to pick a very bad benefits plan um, after his hostile takeover. Um, so now my teeth are falling out. So we get benefits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week. We love you. Bye. Good, good, good news, everyone. Yeah.